I read a couple of pieces on the weekend that I disagree with. One of them suggested that uh, First Immortal was slaughtered uh, by Daniel Stackhouse in the Bart Cummings. What was he supposed to do? The horse drew 16. He got cover, and the horse that he gave him the cover decided to go forward mid-race and left him without the cover. Um, but the horse was so brave uh, in the race, and he's a very good horse, and that was his acid test, and I thought he passed it with flying colours, or certainly as he steps up in grade in the Bart coming second to future history on the weekend. And Levi Kavanagh is joining us. Good morning, Levi. Good morning, Steve. That's a pretty strong word. Yeah, it didn't come out of my mouth. No, it didn't. <laughs> Just to make that clear. But you would have heard some, some, some of that and read some of that. Oh, look, I don't really fall into that trap. I mean, I just look at the race on the day and, and see how it was. I mean, you know, at the end of the day, we had limited races um, that we had on offer that we wanted to get tickets into either the Caulfield Cup or a Melbourne Cup. We took the, the punt and uh, ran in the Bart Cummings on Saturday and didn't wait for the Herbert Power. We decided that the wide gate, um, you know, probably, you know, was possibly not going to pose too much of an issue. And look, we rolled the dice and we lost, unfortunately. So, oh, yeah. you know, I think he, I think he rode well enough. I mean, it wasn't much he could do. It was a full field. They didn't have far to go to the, to the corner. I thought he got him to relax nice. Yeah, he was sitting wide. And look, had we have drawn a, a better gate, I think we would have won the race for sure. Oh, no, but yeah. um, presented with the cards, that's that's sort of the way we went, and we chose that way last week, and, yeah. and um, that's that's how the cards fell, yeah. unfortunately. If only Shayar had a stayed there in that position, and uh, instead of it sort of went rolling up near the lead, didn't it, mid-race, so that left him then exposed. So was he covered up, though, the first half, three wide? And that was the thing as well. Um, instructions before the race were you, you just ride him where to suit, but um, we sort of said to him, you know, he's... He's third up out to 2,500, like, don't go too early. Um, so when that, uh, as you said, when, when the horse made the early move, um, he's he's thinking, well, I better not go just yet. Uh, you know, I've got, I'm up to um, 2,500 third up. I'll just bide my time and wait. And and he did. And, and you know, had he have rolled up a little bit closer, um, you know, who, who knows what the outcome would have been. But at the end of the day, I didn't think he could have done much done much else with um, what he was presented with and the horse just has that habit just wanting to roll in and often well he may have finished a bit closer because he just was restricted with the whip late wasn't he or what do you think about that yeah i think so when you're looking at it side on um he, he sort of was was gaining and gaining and then he sort of wasn't gaining as much but when you look at the front on he comes in he was about six wide and and once he went past those horses he was sort of looking for the rail and um head headed back in and yeah, you think to yourself if he stayed straight, you know, would he have, um, would he have held on as well? Um, so you know, there are things that go through your mind. But you know, at the end of the day, he, he covered the ground. He still had speed at the end. Um, if we didn't need a ticket to go in, you'd you'd bank that run and go, geez, we're on target here. Everything's going well. <laughs> Oh, he's a good horse, isn't he? Uh, seven from 14 by a four-year-old by Churchill, as we, we pointed out last week. So we all want to know, what are you thinking? Where's he going to go? It will depend on, on what happens this week and next week, I guess. Um, look, I mean, we didn't, we, didn't, we didn't win a ballot-free entry into the Melbourne Cup on Saturday. Um, there wasn't any second prize in that regard. However, before Saturday, we weren't qualified for either Caulfield Cup or Melbourne Cup. So a second in a Group 3 um, is the first part of the ballot clause. So now he's qualified for both races. He's just down the order of entry. So 
uh, we either need to win another race that can potentially give him a, a penalty and lift or lift his rating up to get him higher up the list. Um, we could win. We could try and win the Lexus that'll get him a ballot-free entry. Um, or if other horses drop out in front of him, he may climb climb up the ladder. So we've just got to see what transpires over the next few weeks. I mean, obviously for us, the target would be to get into um, one of the cups in a lightweight this year. And um, that's what we've been striving for. So we just have to see how the next couple of weeks plays out. Yeah, of course, uh, shocking one, the Lexus, didn't he, before the cup? He did. Yeah, he did on the on the Saturday and backed up on the Tuesday. Um, same age and and same sort of down low in the weights. Uh, so, you know, that that's a possibility. Um, but, you know, there's other races in the meantime that that could um, pose a, a penalty that may lift him. You know, there's the Geelong Cup, there's a the Mooney Valley Cup. Um, you know, we're, we're not going to... We're never going to back him up this week. It was either going to be the Bart Cummings or the Herbert Power. So we're not running this week. Um, and, yeah, we'll just have to see where, where he ends in... in um, in the field orders and, and where we put him. But we've certainly got a few weeks um, before that race to get somewhere. How do you feel about his staying ability, um, like running a two-mile trip if he happened to get into the Melbourne Cup, your dad and yourself, Levi? Well, we haven't tried him over that. I mean, that's as far as we've taken him as 2,500. And to us, he's done that very, very well. Um, he's got, I mean, Saturday he was trapped wide. He's covered more ground than anything else. I think I've got some stats back. He'd covered 10 metres more Um than um, the other runners by sitting wide. So, you know, if you take take a few metres off of that, I mean, he he um, he finishes in front on the line. So, um, you know, I mean, I think that for him to stay on like that and still be sort of have a strong finish at the end, I think he's going to be able to do that over 3,200 as well. And how does he come out of these races, first immortal? Look, he came out very well. Um, you know, both... Sorry, all three starts this prep. He's he sort of bounced out the box on Sunday morning. He's eaten up and and um, you know he's pretty fresh when he when we work him on on Monday. So look, we've been pretty happy with him all the way through. Right, I actually looked at the previous Bart Cummings winners that had won the Melbourne Cup. We, Al Mandon was the last, I think, to win that that race you were beaten in on the weekend to, to then go on and win the cup. Do many run second and go on to win the cup? Beg your pardon. Do many run second and then I go on and win the that. cup? I haven't got those stats in that? front of me. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the bottom, nice. yeah. Look, the bottom line is you've got a really lovely horse, haven't you, um, wherever you go with him. And, and you know, hopefully he stays sound and you're going to have a damn lot of fun with him because he's still young. Exactly. And that, and that was the thing coming into this preparation. If we could eventually get into one of the cups on a lightweight as a four-year-old, um, that'd be great. But if it, if we're a year too early, I mean, you know, we've had a, we've had a great amount of fun with him so far. And, you know, there's there's a few nice races left in the carnival and, you know, he's going to figure in, in somewhere and he's going to run really well. So, um, you know, we may, be, we may have to wait till next year to get into the Cups. We, we may be able to slide in this year. We'll just have to see what happens. And what about a jockey? Where do we sit there? Of course, he's got 50 in the Melbourne Cup at the moment, in the Caulfield Cup. Yeah, as we haven't sort of locked in where we're going to go, um, we'll just have to wait and see what transpires because other horses are going to have to come out. So... Um, for us to get in, there'll be opportunities there. Um, certainly plenty of interest around, but it's hard to lock anyone in when we're not um, guaranteed to start in the field yet. Yeah, and it's important you get a left-hand whip rider too, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, and and just Sarah Des, is she running on the weekend at Corf at um, yeah Caulfield? 
She is. Um, yep, she's third up. I think she's going to be fitter for her previous two runs. Um, she's had a nice gallop on the grass just, just before I spoke to you. And, yeah, um, she's going really well. All right. Well, let, let us know uh, when you decide, and we'll we'll pass it on to our listeners. But thanks for bringing us another update. We've annoyed you a bit the past week or so, but thank you. Uh, Any time at all. There he is, Levi Kavanagh, of course, in partnership, training partnership with his dad, Mark. And, of course, um, actually, Levi, you're still with us? No, he's just there. Yeah, I was just thinking about, of course, um, the Caulfield Cup. No, I was just thinking about Maldivian. Remember the day he was scratched as a short-priced favourite in the Caulfield Cup? And I think that was a year that uh, Master O'Reilly, it was. Master O'Reilly, I think, ended up winning the Caulfield Cup that year. But anyway, that's a bit about first immortal. But as I said, um, I, th- I, th- I just thought it was a bit harsh. Um, you know, obviously, people talk through their kicks. And given the world was watching and he's progressive, he was one of the major fans. He started $3.80 on the weekend. And, yeah, and there's no doubt if he drew a gate, he probably wins, you know. But um, as I said, he tucked him in three wide in a great spot early. But then the horse he was cut, that, as I said, the horse that gave him the cover decided to go forward. So then that left him exposed. And it looked ugly uh, the last half of the race. But, gee, the way he loomed, I think we're all watching it thinking, oh, is that tough run going to tell on him? You know, and it just did. He just wanted to shift in late, which is a bit of a habit of his. He did it at the start prior. Of course, it's just a thing. Um, sometimes when horses accelerate quickly, they can, they can roll in. And, uh, yeah, Daniel just had to stop riding him there with that left hand, uh, about 70 metres out or thereabouts. But that's a bit about first to mortal anyway. Wait and see where he goes.